Hello, and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast, the show where we provide organizing tips and solutions so you can get organized, simplify your life, and create more time so you can do the things you love to do. I am your host, Kathy McEwen, and myself and my team help those with clutter clear their clutter, get organized, and pack and unpack. We help organize homes and offices and also help organize moves. So you ready? Let's get organized. Hello and welcome to the Organize for Success podcast. I'm your host, Kathy McEwen. On today's episode, I answer a few important questions that members of my free Facebook group, Organize for Success, have asked. These questions are actually very common, so if you have clutter, then there's a good chance that you will want to know the answers to these questions as well. If you're interested in joining the free Facebook group, Organize for Success, I will share a link in the show notes so that you can um, hop into that group if you want to. By the way, this is our second episode on answering burning home organizing questions. If you haven't listened to the first episode where we answer questions, feel free to go back to episode number 22, where I answer different but equally important questions. Okay, so let's dive right in. The first question is from Sue. Sue wants to know, how do I get organized without feeling overwhelmed? Feeling overwhelmed is actually really common. We hear this all the time, just about with every client. And some of the common reasons for feeling overwhelmed is that you don't know where to start. There may be a lot of items to go through that is really overwhelming, or you may not have a clue what to do with the items, or perhaps you start to organize but stop because you feel overwhelmed. So let's just take, for example, that you have a bathroom that has a cluttered counter and maybe your drawers are full or under the sink area is full and you have a hard time seeing what you have. The thought of organizing that bathroom is overwhelming. So my suggestion is to focus on one area at a time and just focus on sorting the items. Nothing more, just sorting. So don't worry about how am I gonna get it organized? What am I gonna do? Just focus on sorting and putting like items together. So put all your makeup together, your hair products together, etc. And do the same for the drawers and under the sink. And if you have to put some things like cleaning supplies on the floor to sort them, well, hey, that's okay too. So sort the items, take them all out of the cupboards, uh, drawers, and sort them. Once you have everything sorted, then focus on going through and letting go of what you no longer need. The goal would be to keep only what you have space for and that will look organized. So there's going to be no more shoving things in drawers when they're full, no more throwing things in the cupboards when it's full. Um, You're just going to be focusing on letting things go and just keep what you need and that you have space for and it's going to look organized. Once you know what you're keeping, you organize the rest. So if you feel overwhelmed before you start your organizing project, just focus on step one, which is sorting like items together. Then let go of what you no longer need and organize the rest. Okay, so let's go to number two, which is more of a statement than a question. Um, This is from Virginia and she says, I end up making more of a mess than when I started. And yes, we do that as well. So when we're organizing, we tend to make more of a mess than when we started as well. 
It always gets messier before it gets organized. And you know what? That is okay. It takes time to organize. And we, when we start pulling things out, it can look really messy. The trick is to, one, know that the project will take time and either plan on organizing it when you have time to finish it. I mean, that would be the ideal situation. Or give yourself extra time to get the job done. If you start and don't have time to finish, then put the items that you still have left to organize in one spot, but don't ruin what you have already accomplished. Put the items in a spot that doesn't overlap what you have already organized. So if you're organizing, for example, um, a couple of drawers and you don't have time to perhaps organize under the sink or you're going to put the stuff under the sink and you're not going to touch what's in the drawers. Or if you're, even if you're organizing, say, a closet and, you know, you got part of the closet done, but the rest still needs to be done, well, then just make sure that you keep the part that you did organize clear and don't put the items in front of the area you've already organized. Don't overlap what you've already done. Okay, so, and... The other thing is, it's okay to leave some things to organize as long as you come back to it and continue with your organizing project as soon as possible. So try not to start a project and then not finish it. If you don't have time to finish it, that's okay. Put it as the other stuff aside and come back to it as soon as possible. Okay, so let's move on to the third one, which is, I think, also more of a statement from Virginia. She says that she can't seem to stick to one area at a time. And this is actually quite common as well. Some people will start organizing one area and next thing another in another area, and then it never gets done. So, well, the only answer to this is that you really do have to focus on one area at a time and not have distractions that will stop you from finishing the area you are working on. Your goal would be to stay in the room that you're working on and not go and start organizing another room or doing other tasks. If you're working on a bedroom drawer, for example, then do not start organizing the bedroom closet. Finish the drawer before you even start another area. Uh, if you find that you tend to bounce around, well then try setting a timer uh, if you think that would help and tell yourself you're going to stay on task until the timer goes off. Okay, let's move on to question number four. Hillary wants to know, where do I start when the clutter in every room, when, sorry, when there's clutter in every room and very little storage space? I know I have to get rid of some stuff, but how do I do it without just moving stuff from one room to the other? Great question, Hillary. And you just answered your own question. You need to get rid of some stuff. You mentioned that you have very little storage space and there's clutter in every room. Unfortunately, if you have very little storage space and you have, then you'll have no choice but to let things go. And you need to get into the habit of not bringing more stuff into the home, unfortunately. So you ask where to, where to start, which is a great question. You start by picking a room, then a corner of that room, and you start picking things up and asking, do I really need to keep this? If not, let it go. The process of organizing a small space is the same as organizing a large space, but you just can't have the same amount of stuff that a larger home is able to have. You have to be more of a minimalistic. You really have to learn how to live with less stuff. 
Sorry, I wish I had some magic solution for you. And yes, there are some things you can do when organizing a smaller space, like storing things vertical up a wall, like using that wall space um, as much as possible. That, that helps when it comes to storage in a small place. But really, to be honest, you have to let stuff go. It is much easier to organize with less items. Hillary hit it right on the head when she said that she didn't want to keep moving stuff from one room to the other. And the reason why we do that is because there is no room for the items. Then we end up moving it. So if there's no room for those items and you don't know where the proper home is for those items, we tend to keep moving it around to make room for other things. So something will come in the house. You want to put it in that room. There's not much room. You take something out of it. You move it to another room. And this is pretty common, moving things from one place to another. And like I said, the reason why we do that is because, A, there's no room for the items. And so we have to move it out of that room. Or you just don't know where the proper home is for those items. But you know what? That doesn't work. So instead of moving it from one room to another, ask yourself, can I let this go? Trust me when I say we do not need as many items as we have. We really don't. Ask yourself, what is the worst thing that could happen if you let this go? It won't be a life or death situation. You just have to ask yourself, what is more important, having an organized home or having a bunch of stuff that you don't want to let go? Okay, so let's move on to question number five. And Lisa wants to know, how do I get small successes in a big room so I'm not discouraged from having to pace myself due to time or health limits? So what I think Lisa means by this, and you may have this uh, issue as well, is that you have a large room, you have a lot of clutter, you don't have the time or energy to organize the whole room. So if you were to start organizing the room and you didn't have time to get the whole room done, you may feel dissatisfied or discouraged. And I think that is what um, is meant by this question. And I understand that because you want to get a whole room organized, but you just can't because organizing is time consuming and it is also physically draining or tiring. So, do as you suggested, as um, Lisa mentioned, and focus on one small success at a time. Organize a countertop, a drawer, the top of a table, etc. And when that is done, celebrate your win. Some people never start the organizing process because they know they will not be able to get the whole project done. So instead, they don't do anything. But I want you to just do small tasks that will eventually add up to the project being done. Like I said, when you walk into that room, you know you're not going to be able to get the whole room done, but instead just focus on one small thing like a countertop, a drawer, the top of your table, and just focus on clearing that and getting it organized. And then of course celebrate when you've got that done, right? you got to celebrate. You just accomplished something and so you should be celebrating your win. So if you've been following me, you may know that I sometimes mention take 20 minutes a day and focus on one small task like I, a drawer counter like I just mentioned, even if it's 20 minutes a day. The next day, take another 20 minutes and do another small task. 
because if you do 20 minutes a day, that adds up to over two hours a week. You don't have two hours to spend on organizing, no problem. Instead, take 20 minutes a day, and by the end of the week, you will have over two hours of organizing. We're done. Voila. Plus, you can see small wins throughout the week. You will feel great just having one small area done because that is better than nothing, right? Okay, so let's move on now to question number six. Kathy asks, once an area is organized, how do I maintain it? This is actually a very important question, and it's really hard for me to answer in just a few minutes. I actually, I'm in the middle of developing a course on how to organize every room of a home. And I'm going to be adding a lesson to each room on how to maintain it because maintaining order is different for each room. So that is why I think it's important to have a lesson in maintaining each room instead of just having a section on maintaining order. Each room, it really is different. But, oh, by the way, the course I'm developing will be for anyone who wants to organize their home or for any, someone who just wants to organize one or two rooms. It'll be for anyone who wants to get help with organizing their home. Okay, so back to the question. Even though maintaining is different for each room, I will say that maintaining order does have a lot to do with habits. And we need to get into the habit of keeping it organized. So let's take, for example, a kitchen. You need to get into the habit of clearing the kitchen counters so that items are not left there um, where they don't belong. You need to get into the habit of putting everything back as soon as it is used. So for example, you grab a box of cookies, you take a couple of cookies out, and then you put the box back. Or once you're finished eating the amount of cookies you want, you make sure to put the box back instead of leaving it on the kitchen counter. So that's just a little habit of um, keeping how to keep your counters clean. So let's talk about dirty dishes. You need to get into the habit of cleaning the dishes so they don't pile up. Habits are very important when it comes to maintaining order. By the way, if you don't have it already, I do have a free guide called The Ultimate Guide to Organizing Your Home and Staying Organized, and it's free. And it lists 25 ways to maintain your order. If you want a free copy, I will put the link in the show notes, so feel free to hop on that link and get your copy of The Ultimate Guide to Organizing Your Home and Staying Organized. And once again, it's free. And I do list 25 ways to maintain order in that um, guide. Okay, question number seven. Jean asks, I heard your podcast about the different bins needed for organizing, example, donate, which was very helpful. Could you please make a list of all the tools needed to organize? It's easier for me to see it written or verbally given as a list. Thank you, Kathy. Okay, Jean, that is a tough question to answer because it really depends on what room you are organizing and what your goals are when it comes to being organized. This info will also be in the course I'm developing, but I can tell you a few things that I find helpful when it comes to organizing. I find drawer organizers really handy when you're organizing drawers. So if you're using um, drawer organizers in an office drawer, then you you can put your pens and pencils and a variety of things in there in drawer organizers and that way they don't slide around. I also use them in um, bedroom dresser drawers, for example, to put clothes in. So drawer organizers are very handy. 
And also, um, another thing that I find handy is clear labeled bins when a client needs to see what's inside the containers. I love pretty baskets when I want a room to look pretty and functional. And I like to use a paper planner when organizing my goals because I prefer paper-based as opposed to electronic-based. I just tend to remember more when I'm writing rather than typing. So personally, that's my, my thing. Your thing maybe you like electronic, but having something to write down your goals and your tasks that you want to complete is very handy as well. And I love turntables, also known as Lazy Susans in kitchens. And even sometimes I put them in linen closets. If there's like, say, medication in the, the linen closet, then having a Lazy Susan sometimes helps because you just end up spinning it and easy to grab what you need. I also use a Lazy Susan when uh, a big one for cleaning supplies. So it's easy as well. So the whole idea is there's lots of tools you can use. Uh, when organizing and um, which will help you to organize your home. I have a bunch of my favorite products that are listed actually on my website. If you want to check them out, feel free. I will put a link to that page on my website as well uh, in the show notes. And the supplies are broken down by room. So it's easy for you to quickly see what supplies are useful per room. So I just don't have time to sit here and list every organizing supply that we use. But like I said, you can just hop on my website, take a look at the products. There's quite a few on there that you can see for yourself and see if maybe they would be helpful for you when you're organizing your home. Okay, so that's the seventh question and the last one. And I guess that's it for this episode, guys. So stay safe, everyone, and see you next time.